Justin Valentine, what is something that you are excited about in the world of wrestling? There are actually multiple things to be excited about, but the idea of John Cena, Roman Reigns, Edge, and Seth Rollins telling a story together over the next month heading into SummerSlam is pretty damn cool. I can dig it. I am a huge fan of John Cena, as everybody knows. <laughs> Chuck Bean, what is something you are excited about in professional wrestling? I really like the return of Money in the Bank as a gimmick match. I like a lot of gimmick matches, but specifically Money in the Bank is the Royal Rumble to SummerSlam's WrestleMania. It's it's always fun when it happens a couple months before SummerSlam, and then it's always a blast being on that ride to see like who's going to get the briefcase. Are they when are they going to cash in, and are they going to successfully cash in? And uh, I'm I'm every year I'm interested in that story. Awesome, awesome. Those are our contestants, and now onto our scorekeeper, Ooh, our moral compass, the woman who is always right, our absolute fave. Erica Bannis. Is today a special day, Erica? You know, it, it might just be a special day. I mean, after all, Jay White did appear at New Japan's event over the weekend. So, I mean, I'm, anytime Jay White shows up is special. But, oh, today, it's my birthday today. Happy hey! birthday! birthday, Erica. Thanks, guys. Very nice. Thank you. So, Jay White showing up. We Pretty might cool. finally get Bullet Club versus Bullet Club or Bullet Club versus the Leet or the Leet. Jesus, I swear <laughs> I am sober. <laughs> I am sober. I even I took today. I think I'm just this is what happens when I get too much uh, rest. And it's just like I don't have like that just bit of anxiety leveling me out. Uh, so, yeah, long story. Martin Short, Jay White. Bullet Club versus the Elite. It's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the One Fall Show, the podcast that is not only a game show, but a friendly conversation about professional wrestling. I have introduced you to my co-host. I am Shawnee Constant. I am your host, your question answer. I am here to make it weird. Are you all ready? Let's get weird. I love making things weird. Are you all ready? Let's get yes. weird. Call me Senpai Chuck. Yes, Senpai. Let's get weird. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that sentence. All right, Erica, it's your birthday. Cast the feelings of these knuckleheads aside and pick who's going to start our game today. Um, after Chuck said that, uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with my uh, look, Chuck, I love you, but I, I got to go with uh, my baby boy. I got to yes. I got to go with him. Got to go with JV. Aww. And especially since, uh, you know, we are coming you know, right off of uh, Money in the Bank, and I know he's got a lot to say. Oh, my God, do I ever. All yes. right. All right, the game shall begin. We have three rounds. Each round has three questions uh, worth one, two, and three points consecutively. I may throw some wrinkles in there. <laughs> you never know. I'm here to make it work. You do that? 
Ooh, all right. We're going to start with questions about last night's pay-per-view, the money in the bank. For one point, Justin. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Uh, uh, uh. John Cena. That is correct, sir. Yes. We didn't see him, but he was there. Uh, I'm excited as hell. What about y'all? What a moment. Guys, this is going to be the 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 first pay-per-view back in front of a crowd that pop that he got not saying a word the story makes sense and it's crazy because when a moment like this because the dirt sheets ruins moments like this a lot because there's reports of so-and-so oh yes there's reports of goldberg coming back on raw so like now it's not as unexpected if it happens whatever so a lot of times when it does happen it takes away the shock factor uh in the pop that we used to get in wrestling before that was a thing uh that didn't matter that i don't remember the last time a crowd was that loud in wrestling any any promotion to be honest with you that was awesome that's exactly everything it needed to be like i said uh at the top of the show the idea of john cena roman reigns edge and seth rollins all telling the same story because edge and seth still want the title that's going to be amazing. SmackDown just got that much better. And I will say something, and this is not, do not come at me. This is not to knock AEW impact or anything, but this proved that as great as AEW has been recently, WWE is still, they still got a ways to go. WWE knows how to put on a show. WWE knows how to get people over and WWE knows how to make it big, not just the looks of it and the production of it, but the actual story and wrestling of it. That I was a 10 year old screaming in my living room for the first time in how long watching wrestling? uh, Eight months, yeah, something like that. (laughs) I haven't felt that way about wrestling. I, the, 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 even heading into a day after the, the, the buzz around it on social media, looking at it, talking to friends about it. I haven't had that in wrestling in a while. And WWE gave that to me at Money in the Bank. That was amazing. And SmackDown was great too. That was, that was a cool show too. But John Cena, that moment was awesome. In case any of our listeners didn't get it, I meant uh, at least eight months since you turned 11 years old. Very true. Yes, I'm 11 now. (laughs) How did you feel about the return of John Cena? Uh, It was a great moment. And um, I I did not understand, even after a year and a half of not having a crowd, how important a live crowd is to a professional wrestling show until this past week. We'll get into AEW later in the show, but every show that had full live crowds in it felt more exciting and uh yeah having john cena back is a lot of fun i think this is probably how he should have been booked years and years ago is just give him to us and then give us a break and then give him to us again and give us a break that way we'll we'll enjoy him more um but i also don't want to maybe i'm jaded but i don't want to get my hopes up like it wasn't a perfect show it wasn't um hey wrestling is fixed wwe is fine now and all the shows will be great from here on out no it was a good show with a live crowd it's up to them what they do with it absolutely i mean we have been talking we've been off for a few weeks as we've been trying to uh figure out our lives um a little little peek behind the curtain uh they're weird and uh, so we're back to talking about professional wrestling. Oh, Erica, great. did you get to watch Money in the Bank? And do you have any feelings about the return of John Cena? Um, I did watch Money in the Bank. However, I did take um, a sizable Delta 8 edible. Um, yeah. So, yes. so let, let, me, let me tell you, uh, once the music hit, I think I, because I was very relaxed, but I went, 
huh, wabba do. <laughs> that was just literally the tone. I mean, you know, and it, it really kind of forced me to think, I'm like, wow, you know, um, you know, obviously John Cena hasn't been in WWE, but he's been very active in the media because he's been promoting, um, you know, Fast 9 and everything. So like, it didn't feel like to me that like I missed John Cena, but I was forced to look back and like, well, when was the last time John Cena was in the WWE? And it was for the Fireflies, uh, I swear to God, I'm not drunk. Firefly Fun House It's match. your birthday. You're allowed to be drunk. It's cool. I mean, yeah, but like, I, you know, I actually ran, I went to Costco today. I wow. ran errands. Productive yeah. birthday. You I went, do all that when you're drunk. Nope. Huh. Uh, you could. I mean, yeah, you could. You shouldn't, but you, you should. Why would do? But uh, I was I was genuinely surprised. Uh, I, I think like Chuck, I, it, it was a really good show. Um, let's see where they go from here. Right. I am open-minded, but once again, I have been burned by the WWE before. Right. And uh, I, I am cautiously optimistic. Great show, great moment. Let's see what happens. Give it to us. Uh, Fox did tweet out that the uh, Fox was going to start to be banging. So it sounds like he is going to be making some sort of appearances on the network. And um, frankly, just hearing the music fired me up. Like it gave yeah. me a little dopamine boost that I really needed at the time. So I was, right. I was thankful for well, that. It, it's inter interesting that he's going to be on raw. So I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure it's just for the, the shock factor, but with the story with him and Roman, mostly on SmackDown, it'll be interesting as to why they're doing that. Got to pop so, the rating, brother. Got to pop the rating. It's very raw needs that. Yeah. Uh, and a quick shout out to Pat McAfee. That dude is gold. And please, if you haven't caught it, go rewatch the scene. Cause I didn't catch this live. You know, I caught this on social media, but when Cena comes out and Michael Cole's freaking out saying, Cena's here, Cena's here. And Pat McAfee just right off the top of his head goes, where? <laughs> <laughs> He is a treasure that WWE didn't know they needed. He is so good at what he does. And that little, if you, cause I didn't catch that live cause I was too busy marking out over Cena. I caught that on social media. Go rewatch that moment and listen for that. Cause it is perfect. That's <laughs> hilarious. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. We're going to move on to the second question. Uh, Justin for two points, one point each, who are our new money in the bank holders? Uh, that'd be Biggie and Nikki A.S.H. That is correct. For zero extra points, what does A.S.H. stand for and almost, what the hell is going on? Almost <laughs> almost a superhero. Um, <laughs> listen, shout out to Biggie. He deserves this. Honestly, I need to see him head over to Raw and I need to see him take out Bobby Lashley, especially if we are getting Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. This is a way to make up for that horrible booking decision uh, when it comes to Lashley and Goldberg. But Big E deserves it. Uh, I think him and Lashley will put on a better match than him and Roman. Uh, you put them on the same show as The New Day. Raw needs that more than SmackDown does. Uh, so that's where I would go with him. I disagree with Nikki A.S.H. Like Shawnee just said, I don't get it. Right. It's it 
like it's it's quirky it's cute because she is quirky but at the same time it's random it makes no sense she was beating charlotte and Rhea one week and then the next week she's showing up dressing all goofy it makes no sense um and there were better options much better options in that women's money in the bank ladder match uh Liv morgan would have been a better option naomi would have been a better option even alexa bliss would have been a better option because they would have they could have done some cool stuff with her in the briefcase uh when it comes to that uh, but no, I don't see this. I, I, I compare this to Otis winning it last year. It's that bad. In my opinion, I don't, I don't like this. This whole match was very sloppy and probably the only, in my opinion, downside of money in the bank was this entire match. Chuck. Uh, love the genuine emotion. When Biggie got that briefcase, you could yeah. see he had to collect himself and there were tears in his eyes. He was, uh, it, it definitely felt the only thing I felt like it was missing was Xavier and Kofi being there for him, which you got to see on the website later. And I'm sure should Biggie cash in successfully, they'll be there for that. It'll be just as big a deal as Kofi mania. Um, on the subject of Nikki cross, uh, or Nikki ASH, as we know her now, um, we've kind of gone back and forth a little bit in chat over the last month. Cause I don't think we've had an episode since she debuted this, uh, gimmick. Obviously right. it's, it's not for everybody. In fact, it's not for a lot of people. I think I, if I remember correctly, I saw little kids in the crowd who were super into it. And I remember when uh, Shane Helms became the hurricane, the first thing I thought is that's brilliant because little kids are going to latch onto somebody who is a superhero and that's cool. And you know what, if this is a character that we've been led to believe that she pitched that this was her idea and not creative putting a bad character on top of her. God bless her, man. Cause she seems to be really enjoying herself, you know, but at the same time I've been fooled before. Cause I really thought uh, Cody as Stardust was brilliant and a good time. And historically Cody has said that he absolutely hated doing it. All right. You've said you've been fooled before twice. I will start deducting points. If you continue to tell us that you've been fooled before, it is very clear. Erica, okay. <laughs> do you have any comments on the money in the bank? Uh, I mean, just to concur with the gentleman. I mean, Biggie, we're we're Biggie uh, fans. Yeah, you know, we're a Biggie podcast. We right? are. Can a, we all agree time. with Hell that. Yes. Oh, yes. Very oh, yes. much so. Um, you know, I, I'm very excited to see what journey he goes on with the briefcase uh, because it's always different every single time. The Nikki Ash stuff. Um, it, cool i mean whatever let's 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 give it a go um once again cautiously optimistic i'm trying to be a little bit more positive i've been down on the fed for a while uh, they put up a good show i i want them to do well i want them to put out good stuff because they have a stacked roster uh Clearly, once again, this character, like Chuck said, is definitely for kids. And correct me if I'm wrong, like what character currently is really aimed for the children? You know, yeah. like Wu-Tang, who else is for the children? Well, so, obviously uh, Bray Wyatt and his Firefly Funhouse. That's all. That's kid stuff right uh, there. Yes, of course. Uh, no, uh, not yeah, really. No. Uh, but, you know, if, if she came Alexa up with this if she came up with this character on her own, uh, that is a shrewd business move because she saw a void uh, that they definitely needed to fill. Let's see what she can do with it. If they can make some money with, by selling some masks and some capes, go for it. It's nothing but merchandising up from here. I like her as a wrestler. I, I think she's a very talented wrestler. This character, not for me, but then again, I'm an old lady, so oh. it's fine. It's I, think, I think for me, 
like I said, quirky. She's quirky. It works. Hurricane worked because there was a story behind it. If you go back to that, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the leader of the Alliance and gave him, uh, her, Shane Helms, a whole inspirational speech and pointed to his Green Lantern tattoo that Helms had and said, be like him. And he took that too literal. And that's where the hurricane came from. That made sense. For her, this whole Nikki ASH, like I said, one week she was Nikki Cross trying to get at Charlotte and Rhea. The next week she's in a costume. I think we have to get past that, though, because like it was very clear that as they were moving from the Thunderdome, like as that train was screeching to a halt, things, you know, storylines were just falling off the bed of the truck. That's and uh, boy, I have no confidence that today starts a whole new, better storytelling situation, right? Because everyone's still in charge. They've suggested that that would be the case. I don't know. But uh, I think that probably the um, the Big E story is going to be compelling regardless of how they screw it up because these are guys we've watched for a really Jeez. long time. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the Roman Reigns stuff is great. I, I was, you know, going back to the beginning of this podcast, if you um, are able to find the old episodes that somebody deleted, uh, I was never a Roman hater, but I was never a Roman guy. And this run since he came back from the the very initial covid scare has been great i mean i was listening to him on the mic and just thinking this is how he should have been for so long he feels yeah. so like this sounds like the guy who's hanging out on the bus talking to the boys right like it just works and uh i don't think we'll see it because uh, i would assume at some point the whole story is that roman uh, continues to hold the title flips baby face and sells all of the merch ever but I would love to see Big E go over to Raw, um, continue the split of the New Day, just work everyone's heartstrings with that story, have right. Big E eventually win that title, and then the entire New Day go over to square off against uh, against the island. I think would be oh, amazing. Yeah. That'd be great. You know, a year or two from now, you would have Ooh, you would have yes, the guys good. that have agreed. You know, the last, the last five years have been the New Day years of, of yeah. WWE. I mean, you know, without them, these ratings, I think, would have plummeted long, long, long ago. So, yeah. And the That's Usos have been a big part of the, uh, the, the New Day story over the oh, last yeah. five years. Of too. course. You you knew when you got those two teams together, it was going to be fantastic. That would be good. I want that. Shawnee, you just sold me. I... I, I I concur. However, was anybody else surprised when uh, the Usos won the titles, especially since we're coming off, you know, one of them getting busted again? No, no really? The, the second that he Jimmy was on the SmackDown after and he had that moment with Jay in the ring. Right. If you got that segment where Jay kind of had a serious moment with Jimmy, where I'm always with, you know, through everything. Right. The second that happened, that told me they're not skipping a beat, whatever they planned. And I know I knew at some point they wanted all three of them to have titles. But even after uh, they came out of a Stargate and Dominic was wearing a slapjack mask, you didn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, those, I mean, what what does the room think about all of those effects because i mean look i know they're the new hotness but like as soon as as soon as i saw this portal i'm like no yeah. no it didn't uh -uh. make sense like i was happy i'm happy for dominic right like now this is where i'm, I'm starting to feel the dominic ray like really happy that they're working together story now that there's crowds and they get to do it in that light uh so i was happy that they got a big intro like that was i happy with the specific intro no 
but I was happy that they gave him something extra. Uh, my Twitter feed seemed to really enjoy it. Uh, you know, <laughs> for me, questionable CGI has always been the bane of my existence as a cinephile, right? Like Hollywood can, can do CGI now. WWE is working at like 2005 CGI. So it's a little <laughs> whack to me, but I, you know, I'm not going to kill it. Like, they they their the heart the pulse has been low with the wwe it's not as though one single thing is going to finally be the nail in the coffin for me where i go oh well that's cgi you know i've sat through eight 80 straight awful episodes of raw but that cgi was the last straw you know that's not what i'm looking for <laughs> I, i'm hoping they get on track in some capacity and i can start enjoying the product again I think all the CGI and the AR is all a little weird. I think that the the audio was weird because it didn't sync up with what the people, at least in the front rows, were doing. And I'm like, is this potted audio or is this like the upper deck audio just juiced really loud because there was certainly some mixing things that were being done? I don't know, but it was fun. And, uh, you know, I would assume they'll tweak. Hopefully they tweak towards the better. Oftentimes they tweak towards the worse. That's fair. <laughs> All right. All right. For three points for three points in the, uh, the well, this is no longer money, uh, money in the bank. We're just going with the WWE here okay. a little off the rails. Uh, Justin's not going to be happy about this, but it's a three point <laughs> question. And we have to do something hey, no. to make them difficult. Fandango has announced to be returning to the Indies under a new name for three points. What is that name? Justin? Wow. They call this a WWE question. Damn. Um, <laughs> That's not me complaining. <laughs> Wouldn't be an episode of the One Fall Show. You got a five. <laughs> Wasn't complaining. Um, you know what? I, I miss this. I, I, you know, I. There's been so much else going on in wrestling. Sorry, Fandango, you weren't on my priority list. Fair enough. Or I whatever dig, you are. I had to dig to come across this question actually, which is disappointing because I am a fan of the man, Chuck. Do you I know? am me too. Do you know uh, the name that Fandango uh, will be wrestling under? He has introduced a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, I do not. And I was mourning the loss of uh, Breezango. I love both him and uh, Tyler, but I am i don't know what his new wrestling name is. Fill us in, Shawnee. Erica, do you happen to know what this is? I, I do not. Uh, I'm excited to hear what his okay. name is. Unfortunately, the, the, the listeners can't see your beautiful faces, but okay, I'm going to be looking right at you, Erica, as I tell you. He will be performing as Dirty Dango. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, he is! Dirty Dango! Man, that's so good. Oh, I'm buying it. the shirt now. I Damn am it. I'm so buying that shirt. I love it. And I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble for wearing that shirt. Like I'm a 12 year old in middle school wearing a bad shirt. And I'm going to be so happy about that. <laughs> oh, we can wear them to work together just to be great. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And we'll have our boss both look at us just like, can you go change? <laughs> Bitch, I'm corporate. He ain't my boss. <laughs> We're part of the Dirty Dango gang. Yeah, we oh. are the dirty dangles. All right. All right. Erica, after one round, where do the points lie? Uh, well, we have Justin with three points. Chuck yet to get on the board, but he will kick off round two. All right. He certainly will, but not before. Not before this bonus round a bonus round this is worth two points Uh, chuck because you are the lowest point uh holder you will get to go first are you ready for the question sir then as ready as i can be all right all right we're gonna go with the higher lower on this unless you nail it in the first try all right 
How many times did Peacock freeze for buffering while I was watching <laughs> Money oh in the Bank? Gosh, yes. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be in the 20s, at least. Higher. Wow, that's got to be in the 70s. Higher. Oh, wow. 104. Higher. 152. Higher. 300. Higher. 572. Higher. 5,000. Lower. Uh, uh, 1,000. That is correct. 1,000 <laughs> times my peacock buffered. What the hell is wrong with this app? Shout out to Peacock. Not this was such a bad move. Yeah. And WWE needs to get out of this any possible way they can. This was a bad move when they first announced it. And now I know it wasn't a top four pay-per-view, but your first pay-per-view back in a live crowd where everybody was fucking watching the night after Slammiversary killed it. And this happens. So Dave Meltzer tweeted, uh, WWE has told me to log out and log back in. I don't know if that was, uh, that was a hat. I don't, I don't know if I was, uh, I was tricked by a Photoshop or not. Uh, seems oh. like something he would do regardless. It's funny because the last pay-per-view I couldn't get Peacock to even load on my PlayStation. So I just yeah, watched I mean, on a pirate stream. Well, unfortunately my pirate site has been sunk after seven years so i watched on peacock and i was like oh i see you've added some new bells and whistles it seems that you're working on improving your app oh no no much like wwe they're making changes but they aren't looking for improvements i don't know if any of you read too in the dirt sheets this morning but they said that when they did finally fix the feed you may have noticed that all of some of like the peacock watermark was gone because all they did was switch it over to the wwe yes, network feed i knew and it. everyone outside north america was watching which was perfectly fine i knew it yeah because that's how because when that happened to me and i realized it wasn't just me it was peacock i went on my pirate website and you know found the person streaming off the network Glory outside the u.s and there you go. Yep. No, it was, uh, it, it sucked. And people have been complaining about Peacock for, you know, uh, pretty much since it started. They don't, I don't, we don't like the way it's organized. We don't like the fact that we can't, they didn't divide up anything by chapters like they did on the network. So you could go right to the match you want. Um, and, and this is just another, yeah, this is, this is a bad idea. And it was not necessary because you had a gold idea when it comes to the, just the network. And you had to take it away from us. Yeah, Apparently. I think the biggest mistake was they never released all of those uh, Marine movies onto the network. That would have brought in millions <laughs> of subscribers. Yeah, yes. they needed a movie section for that as well. I haven't seen Fear, see, uh, Fear No Evil in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Chuck, if I'm not mistaken, that, that additional two points uh, puts Justin at five. So you've got to get to stepping. We've got two categories left. We've got uh, the midweek meet. And around the ring, which of course is also not a double entendre. Which category would you like to play? Let's get uh, let's get dirty between the sheets. Talking about the dirt sheets around the ring. Oh, oh hell! I thought, I thought you were talking about I, meat. I thought you I, get me dirty too, man. Meat. Good one, good one. All right, all right, Chuck. Uh, this former indie darling who had already been earmarked as a problem recently had a disappearance scare followed by news of his arrest on a slew of scumbag charges. Do you happen to know who that is? Hmm. I do not. I'm going to guess uh, Nick Gage. Not, how dare you, sir? I'm wearing an MDK all day shirt right now. Nick Gage has not been arrested for scumbaggery. All right. All right. That, that oof, man, this is, this is uh, did, 
Justin, do you happen to know the answer to this question? I don't, but I know you like Danhausen references, so I'm just going to throw Danhausen. How there. dare you suggest that Danhausen would be arrested for scumbag? <laughs> this is blown up in my face like I would have never imagined, and I'm not happy about it one bit. The answer is Michael Elgin, um, oh, sort of yeah. a, a shorter tank guy. He was big in the Indies during a lot of these guys' runs to the major leagues, and a lot of people had you know continued to root for him. Hey, when's Michael Elgin going to get his chance? Turns out, never because he is essentially a sex criminal. Um, A lot of allegations. This isn't the first time. Uh, It sounds like he essentially terrorized his partner in a way that was um, uh, unacceptable. Mm. And he uh, is in jail at the moment. So sorry, bro. Good, he could stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Uh, let's see here. For two points, uh, no, no, I'm gonna have to eliminate this two point question. I should have made that, okay. all right, closing myself down here. Start. My, my, I had a, a question here that's been deleted, which the Slammiversary had a surprise and uh, you know an appearance, and a surprise ending. Who was that? That should have been the one point question. Right. The answer had already been said, so we're scrapping that I, one. Chuck, but I'm I know that you, one. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, this sweet darling favorite of mine, and perhaps the handsomest boy in the world, has been removed from three upcoming New Japan shows for undisclosed health reasons, despite the announcement that he has passed his COVID screenings. For two points, handsomest boy in the world, Chuck. Uh, Kota Ibushi. That is correct, sir. Come on, I had to feed you the hint twice. Yeah, Kota Ibushi. Erica, do you know anything about what is going on with Kota? I I am not aware of this current this current Kota sitch. Uh, but currently Japan, you know, obviously they're, they're in a state of emergency with COVID. The Olympics are literally starting this week. It's, I mean, it's going to be a mess. Like it's, this isn't good. They probably shouldn't have, have had the Olympics. Uh, but you know, you can't stop the IOC, uh, right, much, right. much like City Hall, you can't stop those greedy international mofos. Uh, but, you know, good health uh, to everyone wherever you're, uh, you know, doing your thing. Go for it. Yeah. Sports. Right. And get well, Kota Ibushi. Yes. Jeepers always. Creepers, man. Yes, he's, sports. He's a he's a he's a, a galaxy treasure. Whew. All right, Chuck, for three points. The Impact Slanniversary featured wrestlers from five different promotions. For three points, can you name them all? Uh, there were wrestlers from New Japan. There were wrestlers from AEW. Uh, NWA uh, were also there. Oh, man, this is where I'm going to fall short. Obviously, Impact uh, wrestlers were there. I guess that would count as uh, something. And uh, I'm promotion. Say, I'm going to say uh, AAA. That is correct. Three points for Chuck. Did uh, anyone watch uh, Impact Slammiversary? And does anyone have any comments? Hell yeah to Rosemary and Havoc getting the tag team titles on the pre-show. Woo! Also, Slammiversary is easily the WrestleMania of the Impact calendar because yes. that's oh. when we get to see who, what the cast-offs are that are going to be uh, showing up on Impact. And how about Aiden English going to be part of Impact Wrestling? Well, uh, hey, he's working. So good for him. Um, I have not caught up on like the full show but from like the parts i've seen like you know it's it it was a solid it was a solid show you know what more could you really ask for once again i think you know the moment of the night uh is just the fact that we're finally seeing uh the new japan bullet club stuff kind of 
trickling in. Thank goodness, because this is, I feel like what we've been waiting for. I feel like we would have gotten it sooner had it not been for the whole global pandemic thing. Sure. Uh, um, Fin juice back. Always great to see. I love fin juice. I think they're fantastic. Uh, It, you know, Yay, wrestling. We got, to, we got to see finally see the women's division get to t- take part in the, the Ranger games with Thunder Rosa coming over and being the that surprise is, against Deanna Perrazzo. Totally forgot about that. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's that's been a long time coming. Obviously, I have kind of pissed and moaned about that. Uh, you know, the, the men's had their opportunity to do their thing. It's like, well, no, let's let's get some of the cross promotional stuff with the women's divisions because there's 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 a lot there's just a lot of good wrestlers everywhere, isn't there? There's just a lot of talented people in in the in the world and in hooray. How about that? I watched it. Yeah, I, I did watch it. It was good. Um what why are you shaking your head? I haven't even given my opinion on the show, Eric. You just all you said was I watched it. I'm not done. I'm starting. That was the start of my of my uh, my opinion. Let me get there. All right, here we go. Getting there. Uh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> okay, uh, the ending was good. Uh, it was what made me laugh about Saturday, and honestly, kind of took away from Impact, and it's not Impact's fault at all. And that is literally a repeat of what last year's Slammiversary was on social media. Everybody on social media, man, I would have to start watching Impact Wrestling again. <laughs> the exact, and if you, and, and you know what, I didn't, I didn't fact check this, but I guarantee you, if I went back to last year, it was probably the same people who tweeted that exact tweet word for word out last last year. They did very well, very very true. This show isn't what they need to work on. They need to work on the rest of the year. Because the fact that I'm seeing the same exact reaction from last year's Slammiversary to this year's, because it was good, Jay White, that was awesome. The ending was awesome, so on. And all the you know returns or debuts. But the fact that I'm getting the exact same reaction this year that I got last year of, I got to start watching Impact Wrestling again. I thought you started last year. Did we stop and now we got to restart again? You know, so that's the problem with Impact, unfortunately. You know, they got the relationship with AEW and the other promotions. Now you mentioned the five promotions uh, in there, which is awesome. Uh, but like the Lord I of the would, Rings. Yeah, right. And I, you would think by now with that relationship with AEW, they would have done more with it to give Impact a higher highlight, right? Especially after the great anniversary they had last year. Uh, so the fact that, you know, it, it feels like we're in the same spot we were at this time last year, another great anniversary. got to start watching Impact again. Uh, you know, it, 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 I feel bad for that promotion, but I hope this time around they could do something with that. Sorry, Erica, you're giving me that look. I'm, I'm just listening, just like kind of, you know, a downer, but whatever. I don't, I don't have, I, again, the pay-per-view, the, the event was good. I took around the ring specifically hoping for a anniversary question. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You, All Senpai. right. After two rounds, Erica, <laughs> where do the points lie? Uh, hold on. You know what? I totally did that. It looks like we got ourselves a tie game heading into round three. So I don't know who you want to lead off round three. I think since JV led uh, the game, perhaps we should let Chuck go and lead off three. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. It would have made more sense had I have kept the bonus question for a situation such as this. Unfortunately, 
I was allowed to edit myself. So <laughs> I'm going to go with you, Chuck. And uh, the one point question for the midweek meet the FTW title changed hands this week. Who is the new FTW title holder? Ricky Starks. That is correct. Before we move on, are we still a Ricky Starks podcast? Yeah. Eh. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love Ricky Starks. Chuck, did you just I, give I, me an eh? Eh, okay. Wow. Okay, everybody. If you're a fan of Ricky Starks, please contact Mr. Bean on Twitter <laughs> and let him know whether you think that he is on the right side of history or the wrong side of history. As of now, we are no longer a Ricky Starks podcast. I guess not. Can I get an explanation though? What the eh? What the eh? Well, maybe we never were officially cage. a Ricky Starks podcast. Maybe no, I was. Not. Maybe I just was enthusiastic and thought everyone else was too. Oh, no, I'm I'm all I'm here for it. Uh, hopefully, you know, because I know he got snake bit by some injuries, so he was kind of on the shelf multiple times throughout this past year. But hopefully, he can stay healthy for a long stretch. Really, kind of give him that push that he needs. He's charismatic as hell. He's great in the ring. He's young. He's, real- he's good. He's good looking. Like he's got a real more... punchable face. That's oh, okay. but that makes him a great heel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's all part of his deal. Uh, also, in NWA, he was uh, re- uh, known as Stroke Daddy. So that's a uh, that's a, something to have on your resume. No um, I like I got... the way this is set up for Cage to now essentially go run the gauntlet on Team Taz. Right. Um, I wonder yeah, if Hook will finally get his chance to wrestle or if they just keep him in that body bag. It does feel like this is how you turn Brian Cage face. Like he's he's a big guy, he's got a great look, and like people want to be excited about him and want to get behind him. So how do we turn him face? I oh, know, let's have the faction turn on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I hope this is uh you know a chance to get Hook in there because I'm confused why he's there at this point. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like at first, I like at first I thought it was just a, a one week thing, maybe a two week thing. But now he's just following him around for the last few months, and I'm just like, are you ever gonna do anything? Or are you just gonna? Are you just there? I think he was the only one that fit in that body bag. I think that's why they had him there. <laughs> Yo, They're we like, well, Cage can't fit in this, and and he somehow even Ricky's too big. Uh, throw my son in the bag. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, look. Ah, uh, hook. Some people say the roster's too big. <laughs> Chuck for two points. After another banger of an opener on night one of Fighter Fest, which saw John Moxley defend uh, the IW, he defended the IWGP to North American title. Is that correct? That's correct. That is, that is wild. That is crazy. Against Carl Anderson, this man challenged for a shot at that title next week. Oh. I know his nickname, but I'm spacing on his actual name. It's the Murder Hawk. Uh, murder Bird. <laughs> it's the Murder Bird. You got five. Uh, that's all I got. Unless uh, I get uh, half I'm, points for Murder Hawk, no, I got sir, nothing. You do not Murder Bird. Uh, there was a uh, there's a great interview between Danhausen and uh, the Murder Hawk, in which uh, he keeps referring to him as Murder Bird. And it's, <laughs> it's, you really do get to see what a delight uh, the Murder Hawk actually oh. is. Uh, in dealing with my drink over here over there Justin, <laughs> okay, that was good. for two points ah oh, man that was good uh that would be lance archer chuck I'm everybody so... dies i I'm love so... that theme song i'm it's so a good surprised hook. you don't know that chuck yeah, also well, a I... new japan guy um i thought i would be able to get somebody who might be watching everything on twitter with a question such as that it appears to have worked it, yeah 
Um, anyone, I, I think it's going to be a great match. I, I do believe that they legitimately put on great openers. I love yes. it. I am continue to be an unabashed uh, AW Mark, and I will continue to be, despite what Justin Valentine has to say about my favorite promotion. So I'm going to, let me first off agree with you, especially since crowds have been back. AEW has been putting on good shows, good matches, great openers, like you mentioned. Uh, this is going to be another one. The only issue I have, here we go. Sorry. Uh, the only issue I have when it comes to looking how WWE has uh, returned to live crowds and how AEW has returned to live crowds is that it seems like AEW is kind of forcing big matches just because they're back in live in front of live crowds. Moxley and Archer, great match. Moxley and Anderson, great match, so on, whatever. But with WWE, it seems like they've just taken their stories for the most part and given us cool moments from the stories that they were already telling heading into a pay-per-view. With AEW, it just seems like they are forcing because they're back in front of live crowds and they're back on the road. They're just putting these matches together because they want good big-time matches to promote for these live shows. And again, they're good matches. They're big matches, but it seems kind of forced together over the last few weeks since they've been back on the road. So I agree. Great matches. They're putting out great shows, but the booking side of it, it just seems like it's forced because we need big matches because we're back on the road. Um, uh, The only point I will take with what you said is just, is simply the fact that uh, Archer never got his rematch uh, with Moxley, probably due to whatever reasons they had. Uh, so it's it's not completely forced, per se. It's just, it was kind of this thing where I'm sure that they perhaps they even forgot, like, oh, crap, we never really did that. And now we're back in front of people. So let's do the thing with the big sure. guys. Sure. Um, so, but I mean, then again, I'm an AEW New Japan mark, so I knew that already. So right. like that's and, and different. I, so I understand where, you know, you, you don't watch the, those products religiously, like perhaps myself or Shawnee, but like, you know, it wasn't, that match wasn't completely out of nowhere. It was just kind of something once again, probably due to the fact that they were trying to book everything. They probably just forgot. Oh crap. We, we got right. this thing. We got this loose end. We never really tended to, and they're two great guys in the ring yeah. and they, they had a banger of a match uh, together already. So let's do it on American television. It'll be, it'll be cool. And it would make a ton of sense for both of them to come out hungry in terms of ratings. I mean, the ratings have been crap. Uh, <laughs> the opinion of the stories have been crap on both, you know, like, like it's just it's it's a time to really punch your 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 core fans in the face and say, you know, hey, here we are, we're doing some right. stuff. Um, you know, I like the New Japan crossover, of course. Um, it's night two of this Fighter Fest thing. I will agree with Justin; they seem to have a whole lot of special episodes. Um, but Fighter Fest is is uh, vaguely established, right? Um, the potential for another person to intervene out of New Japan, as we've discussed. It's a good time to be getting out of Japan if you happen to be anyone yeah, no, who doesn't yeah. want COVID. If you're a professional wrestler, it might be a good time to do some stuff in the States. Um, you know, uh, we, so I, I love it. And worst case scenario, we're just going to get a great opening banger of a match. Very true. Like I said, the matches have been good. It just, for me, you know, I'm a story guy. I've been very open about that. It just feels kind of forced since they've been back in front of live crowds. The Carl Anderson Moxie match was good, but again, that was forced. That was on all of a sudden. Carl Anderson wants the title that's not even 
part of AEW. So I'm just, you know, that's again, I know I the history it, is there. It likely will speak to bigger things crossing over New Japan. Sure. I have to believe, like starting the story. But I get, I get what you mean. Sure. Do you like before Erica? Before I get you, may real quick, yes or no, kind of quick. Do you like what Jericho's the sort of gauntlet he's gonna? It looks like he's gonna have to run through everybody to get to MJF, and they're throwing wacky stipulations at him. I mean, it's story story but then then again like i've kind of you know i'm kind of bored with jericho like he's not the reason why i watch it'll be i'm I'm sure it'll be fine wrestling but when i tune into aew i'm not here for him also fun fact you know who also had the iwgp uh north american title or united states title jay white maybe he comes a knocking we don't know i'd be down for that yeah all right all right so uh justin got that one and he's going to continue to hold the round chuck didn't know who the name of the murder bird i did not all right over on nxt a face from the main roster appeared this week reportedly as a result of an in-house trade who showed up on nxt and who was shipped off this is for justin who carries the round mandy rose showed up who trade? Who was traded? Was it a? Well, she was on Raw, right? No, I don't know who was traded. Was it? Right. Uh, uh, was it Tony Storm? I know she's. Going it to was Storm. not. Although there have been many memes about the fact that three uh, high-ranking women of the NXT division have all been shipped off to yeah, SmackDown. And, and Knox are, yeah, 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 yeah. But that uh, that those none of those names. Correct. Chuck, do you happen to know the answer to this question for three points? I'm not sure I do, unless it's uh, unless it's Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Stop, it was it not. not he was not. You guys get Mandy Rose, we get Finn Balor. Uh, apparently, Aaliyah was moved over to Raw. So. Was she really? Interesting. Yeah, just sort All right. of odd and behind the scenes. Random. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the deal. Um, Mandy Rose, does I, I does Mandy Rose resonate with NXT right now? No, history, I, legacy, what she's doing. Well, and as much as I just you know praise WWE at the beginning of the show, and rightfully so, there's still a lot random badness in WWE at least heading into the first Raw in front of a live crowd because Mandy Rose was just on Raw the night before with Dana Brooke in a segment against uh naya and Shayna, and then the next night she shows up on nxt by herself and is supposedly staying it makes no sense it, it is again just like the shotzi and Knox call up that makes no sense that was not necessary as much as i'm happy for them i like them both individually that wasn't necessary this is random Aliyah going to raw she's far from ready to be on raw what are we doing Raw already has Eva Marie. We don't need someone else who's in the women's division who's not ready to be in front of a live crowd and big cameras. So, yeah, I, this makes no sense to me. I think you might be off on Eva Marie. I think part of her coming back is that I think she is leaning hard into heel status, whereas before people would hate on her just because she was green or, you know, we felt like, oh, she's part of the the diva era and we we don't like that. I think being away from it for as long as she has i don't think she would have come back if she wasn't ready to take on the fact that people are gonna 
give you a bunch of shit and boo the hell out of you. And, you yeah. know, you, you need to figure out how to be a heel. And I think so far we haven't seen her in front of a crowd, but so far she's doing a great job of being a heel. Yeah. And tonight will be telling, um, assuming that we're getting actual audio, which I'm still a little unclear on, to be honest with you, but yeah, uh, I am also a little bit nutty. So, um, all right. I guess that's three rounds, right? Have we gone through three rounds? We have. Well, well, well. Where has the time gone? What, 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 where do the points lie? Erica. Did we have a three point question? Yes, was, it was that last one. That uh, was the three point. I thought that was two for some no, reason. No, because, I, because there was two, only two answers to it. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, well, I apologize because you know what? I got distracted by the dirty dango shirt uh, <laughs> on prowrestlingtees.com because because the uh, the front is fine. Like the front is like a silhouette. Uh, it's it's very uh, uh, reminiscent of Orange Cassidy as far as the face goes because there's a pair of aviators and it says Dirtbag Dancer. But what got me, <laughs> what got me was the back of the shirt and it it says uh, Dirty Dango's 2021 Retirement Tour and it lists a bunch of dates, but all of the locations for the dates just say catering. Outstanding. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's so great. You got me. You got me. So uh anywho, dirtbag um, dancer. So uh anyway, Justin has seven points, Chuck has six. I don't know what you have in store for the final fall, but it ought to be a hoot. All right, Hoots. all right. And the final fall it is, and uh this is going to be a three count kind of question where uh, you get three strikes and you're out since that's how we've established things around here. But uh, well, um, I was completely trying to figure out where my place was in the show when Erica was telling us the points and I forget who is it's Chuck, right? Chuck, you get to go first. Yeah, you have less points. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Erica. I'm so sorry. I... Eh, it's fine. I'm out of it too. All right. Thank it's you. my birthday. Who cares? That's right. That's right. All right, so this week was money in the bank. Um, there have been several monies in, in the bank and uh, several holders of the briefcase. So, Chuck, can you name one of the uh, historical uh, or current holders of money in the bank? Uh, yeah, John Cena won money in the bank. John Cena did win money in the bank. Justin. Biggie. How many? <laughs> Good call. Two points each. We'll go two points each. Two here. points each. Okay. Thank yes, you yes. very much. It's okay. Just wanted to make sure I'm adding correctly. All right, Chuck. Uh, Edge won money in the bank twice. Edge did win money in the bank twice, but you still only get two points. <laughs> All right, Justin. Nikki A.S.H. That is correct. <laughs> Chuck. Carmella also winning money in the bank twice. Ah, uh, yes. Also only two points. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. An, under, an underrated heel run, in my opinion. Yeah. I think a lot of people. James Ellsworth that. Death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah there were some problems there. Uh, you know, there may have been, may have been some Ellsworth, or may have been some other guy. I don't know. It just <laughs> was all a blur. It's all a blur. All a blur. Um. All right. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Next, Edge. Jerry you already said, said Edge, Chuck. <laughs> Edge? Chuck. No, I thought. Oh you wait, said, I you said Edge one twice. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy. Didn't Edge take it off of Kennedy? He did. He did. Shouldn't he get a strike for saying Edge twice? By the way, I should not. That's really up to Erica. Erica. 
Uh, I don't like being oh, put I don't. Yeah, I know. It, but here's the thing. I oh, here's the thing. I already crossed it off on the list, and it's like, oh, I'd have to scribble out a thing. Oh, no, god. no. I'm, oh my god, I'm kidding. Chuck, you, uh, Chuck. I'm sorry. Justin is correct, and <sighs> you are now back down to twelve points. Justin has thirteen. Justin has control of this question. Don't you go, go. Mr. Kennedy, don't you dare, Chuck! You <laughs> son of a bitch, Damien Sandow. Uh, Damien Sandow. Yeah. Oh yeah, those I I liked the Damien Sandow run. I have to admit, I was a fan. Uh, he, 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 he had thing. it made out of leather. I yeah, that was, was really sweet. good. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I had one that went away, so I'm gonna go with another one, Bailey. Bailey. Yes, she did. Chuck. Jack Swagger. Oh, what's that guy doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Otis. <laughs> God, that was a good run. That was a good run. All right, fine. Oscar. Good job. You learned. Rob Van Dam. That's a good pull. That's a real good pull. Your uh, second uh, Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, Man, the pool is getting shallow. It is. Uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take a pass. Oh, really? My right. brain is not working. Second strike for Chuck, Justin. Yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin. <laughs> that is correct. I might lose a point for saying that name, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on, what's everyone thinking of like the bummed out Baron Corbin? I'm no, kind good. of into it. Yes. Yeah, yes. no, this it's is, great. This is the perfect way because so many people hate his character. Yeah. This is the perfect way to love to hate him. Okay, cool, cool. All right, Chuck. I'm almost feeling a little bit bad about how much I am enjoying watching Baron Corbin's downhill slide. Yes. Uh, man, I'm... I'm Justin, you're going to win this one just because my brain refuses to fire now. Really? Like, I had so many deep cuts going into this. I'm like, he's never going to get Jack Swagger. He's never going to get friggin' Damien yeah, Sandow. Jack, Jack Swagger cashed in on Chris Jericho. I know this stuff. <sighs> no, no, I got I'm, uh, Seth Rollins. Right. Seth Rollins is correct. He said right. no. Come on. <laughs> he's got two strikes already, man. Just, just sweep. Justin, you're going to end up winning this. Them. Come on, man. I know Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is correct. Chuck, you got five. The Undertaker. The Undertaker <laughs> did not win the Money in the Bank. What the hell are you yeah. doing? Oh, close though, because Kane did. You're not gonna. Kane did. Two points. Uh, Cashed in the same night on Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Care to care to throw out some uh, some more knowledge, Justin? Because Chuck how, is uh, eliminated. How, can I know how many we did not name? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, really? Nine that we didn't name. Nine wow. still. Nine uh, still. I don't know that I'm gonna be able to name nine. Uh, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton did win it. Uh, Daniel Bryan won it. Mm-hmm. Um. Now you're just showing man. off. I know. That's what we right? asked him to do. Um. <laughs> man, are there any other other women that we didn't say yet? No. No, we said all the women. Okay. Um, man, there's more guys. Uh, uh, 
Uh, oh uh, my god, I can't believe we didn't mention wait, him. Who? Oh, Brock Lesnar. That's right. Yeah. The mm. Brock party. The Miz twice. The Miz, yeah. The Miz yeah, won Miz. it twice. Um, um, the little uh, little guy named Phil. <laughs> they know him yeah. as a very poor MMA CM fighter. Punk. Yeah, yep. twice. Yeah. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Alberto yeah. Del Rio. What happened oh, to that guy? Wow. Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Ooh. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler cashed in on Del Rio. Seamus and Braun Strowman. Seamus and Braun Strowman was the monster in the bank bullshit. Yep. All right. We got an episode down. Let's go ahead and wrap this up and sure. get it out to the people. All right. Justin, you have a minute. You can, if you, if you, if, if you really feel that this victory deserves some grandstanding, like if you feel you really earned it, then go for it. But if you do, I'm questioning you, brother. Listen, I'm not one to brag, but I kicked some major ass today. And uh, Chuck, you usually get all fired up before each show. And I didn't see much of that today. Um, I, I want some competition, sir. So if you can bring that fired up nature that I, I'm used to seeing on this show, really appreciate it. On a side note, damn, does it feel good to have crowds back. Wrestling feels, no- watching SmackDown, watching Money in the Bank, I'm just sitting back looking at this like, this just feels right. Like all the complaining we did over the pandemic and rightfully so, it feels so far away. It feels like so long ago because this just feels right. And this feels good. I'm excited to watch Raw, which is a weird sentence to say, but I mean it wholeheartedly. I am so excited to watch Raw. I'm excited to watch every show all five days of the week. Wrestling's back to normal and it's pretty damn awesome. Where can people find you on the social media? Uh, All over social media at JV underscore sports underscore talk. JV sports talk.com. And uh, Chuck's favorite podcast, JV Sports Talk, pay-per-view pod at PPV underscore pod. Chuck, people can't see your squinchy face. You have to talk. I do. Uh, I was making that at uh, Justin telling me what my favorite podcast is. You know what? I came out swinging at the beginning of this uh, particular episode, but I, I didn't have the gas to go the distance. So I'm going to have to go back to training. I'm going to have to work on my cardio and uh, and see if I can come back next week and hopefully give Justin more of a run for his money. I agree with you, Justin. I'm uh, very hyped about having crowds back. That's super cool. Um, and as much as it'll make me angry if this is what has been going on, I'm hopeful that without the crowds, that WWE has essentially been lowering our expectations for the last year and a half by sure. really not bring in their a game on a weekly basis and that now that there are people to perform in front of they will bring their a game and we'll have uh, some fantastic shows and um yeah you guys can find me on uh, the nerd radio podcast which uh, justin and erica were a guest a couple weeks ago we talked yeah. about some, uh, some pro wrestling over uh, over there as well uh you can also find me uh, with shawnee on talk horror to me you can find me with nate over on the one fall show youtube page doing super universe mode also on his twitch stream at uh, twitch.tv backslash limit break radio it's a heavily modded wwe 2k19 game where uh we commentate over uh, virtual wrestling and it's a lot of fun we're heading into our wrestlemania season we're going to be doing a draft afterwards and i couldn't be more excited awesome awesome erica <clears throat> Is there anything you'd like to say before we move on? 
Uh, I will leave this podcast with just four words. Breathe with the switchblade. Thank you. That is my time. Ladies and gentlemen, words to live by. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for waiting. Those of you who have, welcome back, Cody. I hope you're listening. <laughs> love you, Cody. We love you, Cody. We know we're going to get brother. at least one download. Thank you, everybody. Have fun. Be safe. And don't fall in the hole. Chuck, I fixed the hole. You fixed the hole? Holy crap. Yeah, the hole's got a board over it now, so you can't fall through it. Oh, oh it don't fall in the board. The don't fall through the board. Okay, right. talk about burying the lead, Shawnee. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, you tell us now that you fixed the hole? Come yeah, on. I'm telling, well, that it's for longtime listeners, but wouldn't it be great if someone had a fucking iPad out there or an, an iPod that had the old episodes had the old still episodes. download, they never iPod. deleted them. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that would be that would be very advantageous. So is this like, did you size a board and put it over the hole? Or is it like the old board where you just stuck a board over on top? No, of no, it? no, I had a friend come over and uh, he, he, uh, he cut a whole uh, board to size put in some. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's that's good. fantastic. Nice. Yeah, yep. And I may begin recording since we've been having some audio issues out here. Uh, I may begin recording under the opulent Russell Palace chandelier once again. That room yes. is nearly complete. Yeah, Ooh. that uh, that Champions Lounge you got there is pretty kicking, from yeah, what I've I seen at it. least from the outside, from the windows, because you won't let me in. That is correct, sir. <laughs> Winners only, Chuck. And uh, uh, well, what did you do today? Uh, you stunk the joint up. You lost. You lost. <laughs> I got the answer. You lost. Look, Justin <laughs> needed to be put over. He's the young talent, and I'm the veteran, and I I've needed to put over, over the young talent and make him look good. I've been over, buddy. I host your favorite podcast, so. <laughs> oh, dang players. Damn. Erica, do you have any titles for us? I have a few. I think the um, title that you didn't, you wouldn't have written down was the first thing you said when you were eating the monster edibles, and what, you, what was your comment on, uh, on John Cena uh, coming back? I think... Wow, Wabadu. 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 And it, I, it John was literally back. It was literally in that tone. Like I had a Wabadu. Like it was just like, <laughs> oh, well, there he is. How about that? Do 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 do. Um, I have a few. Uh yeah. It's the one fall show, and we're here to complain. Uh yeah, sports. Yeah, sports. Uh, sports ball. Uh <laughs> Chuck didn't know the name of the murder bird. I, that's that's completely true. Uh, I am also a little bit nutty. I, Shawnee said that, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm writing that one down. Like that, one, that one, I felt that one. Uh, and I also like Jack Swagger. Oh, what's that guy doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of thing I always remember oh, when they talk man. about what a big deal money in the bank is. Is you know Jack Swagger actually cashed in and yeah. held a heavyweight title the smackdown after wrestlemania he wanted that mania and they had him fucking the he it was like the opening to the smackdown after i'm like damn he's already doing this like yeah you think no that time. uh chris jericho brought him in so that when you have like a charisma vacuum next to you your uh sort of over the hill shtick seems just like it's still worth a million dollars well, compared to that guy <laughs> especially because aew has so many charismatic guys on the mic that are actually better than jericho i'll take mjf on the mic over jericho eddie kingston on the mic over jericho and there's so many more i would how about and eddie I kingston think, running out during that match i yeah. like eddie kingston 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember cool. thinking that too. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Okay. Or Jericho taking that swing at that fan a week or two ago when he tried to come in during his entrance. Yeah. He's, he's oh. said on his podcast many times, if someone pops into the ring, you're going to get punched. That's he's, it's just like one him. of, it's one of his things. Uh, I so. can't imagine a wrestling fan that doesn't know that just as knowledge is like, you do not cross that barrier. If you cross that barrier, your life is forfeit. That guy oh, yeah. did. That guy's a, a clown. He's been, he's been working it up. Uh, he's, he, he went back at Jericho talking about how he punches like a fool. And yeah, it's, right. he's, he's a piece of trash. Well, honestly, he Ooh. got taken out by, did you guys see the video of uh, Justin Roberts, the ring announcer? Yes. He took out <laughs> yes. that fan. So bros, quit talking because yeah. the ring announcer in his full on suit took your ass down. So way to go. Dapper yapper. I Justin know, dapper, Roberts. Yeah. Taken Hell yeah. He's out. fucking lucky. Ref Aubrey wasn't in there. He'd be dead. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. JR throws down his headset. He's like, "Some bitch, some bitch." I will say, like it. It always it always blows my mind when people just can't handle it and they have to like run or do something. It, it does rem- like remind me of uh, remember that fool who basically charged Bret Hart at the oh, Hall yeah. of Fame ceremony. Yeah. But then the video afterward of uh, Cash like walking that guy out, just going. Boom! Yeah. Popping him in the head. He's like, "All right, I've got to walk back to my seat now." Yeah, it's right. like you don't do that to well, Bret Hart. It's, it's, yeah, people are just idiots. We had in baseball a couple of days ago in the Yankees Red Sox. A guy took a baseball. He was uh, in one like one of the first row, like left field, and whipped it at the Red Sox player. Oh my God! That was on the field, and now he's banned for life from Good. all thirty Major League Baseball parks. Good, get him out. But I'm just yeah. like, what makes you think? I would ask what, do your this, like, what your long-term plan is there, but people that do that don't have a long-term plan. Right. That's no, what, like, no, what no, makes no. you think I'm going to do this. I'm going to get away with it. It's going to go over great. Like what, what, what are you these, these are people that have no grasp on reality. Are we talking and... about uh, wayward fans or Vince McMahon right now? <laughs> no, hey, time out. Hate Vince McMahon all you want. His one-liner at the beginning of SmackDown. That was good. Yeah, that was perfect. That was good. That was perfect. It was so good that it's hard to tell if he had a script that he went off of or if they literally knew this is the perfect way to start the show. Yeah. He actually rewrote his own line minutes before entering uh, through to Gorilla. Of course Fun did. fact. Yeah. Of course he actually, he, he had a line, he rewrote it minutes before, and fortunately it was the good rewrite. Um, yeah. FYI, Shawnee, just because you're the one who uploads this, Wabodoo is spelled W-A-B-A-D-O-O. So, oh, right. What is that? What is that? Uh, the source of Wabadoo? Uh, well, it's that. Isn't that that so, weird noise at the front of John Cena's? What, what do you mean? Like, Wabadoo. Oh, okay, yeah. That's where that yeah. Comes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and and if you can deadpan it like I did, Wabadoo. It uh, <laughs> making basically turning it into like some weird you know spoken word patty smith meets talking head song um now that's something i'd want to hear tom wade sings wabadoo yes <laughs> yes my time is right now i, I will i will say i do kind of want our title to be we are a dirty dango podcast we you know, this is a Dirty Dango podcast. I mean, the, I, obviously, once we heard the name, I think we were all sold. Oh uh, God, but I, so yeah, I do feel like it has to be something related to money in the bank. So, yeah. but because I mean, I mean, unless we 
we directly title it and then we directly add it to Dirty Dango and then invite him to be on the show. Hell yes. That guy is 110% character too. Like I couldn't tell you the best Fandango match, but boy, oh boy, do I love his character. I sure did love the hell out of the Fashion Files. Fashion it's the only time I thought amazing. the Ascension were worth a hill of beans. Yes. My my favorite one-liner from the Fashion Finals are, God, what, a, what is- By a hill of beans, I mean, I'm going to clone you a thousand times, Chuck, chill them all and put them in a pile and Oh burn. my God. My it's got dark. We're going heel. Yeah, my, okay. <laughs> my favorite one-liner from the Fashion Files was uh, there was the, remember the day one, uh, day one ish yes. uh, shirt. Uh, they kept on saying uh, our day one is H, and yeah. they kept saying yes. that is instead H. of day one ish. And yes. is um, H. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if we catch and if we catch this guy, then our day one is H like and, and he would say it like that yeah. in this tone. He would never change the inflection of his voice. I, yeah, I no, that wish was, that pocket that universe would have gone on and on and on. I fucking loved it. That it was, was good. so ridiculous. All the little Easter eggs on the walls. Like it was so clearly someone's madcap idea that Vince McMahon was like, fine, whatever. I don't get it, but do it. Yeah, yeah right. Those are the yeah, only yeah. things that are ever good. Yes, I don't get it, but do it. If Vince McMahon says, I don't get it, but go for it, Push it's it. going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like the Fashion Files was like the spiritual successor of Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Yes. Because <laughs> you definitely had like some carny crap in there. It's like, like you said, the Easter eggs with the cork board and like right. it was always different every week and there was always some sort of weird thing. That's its way to uh, the Peacock Network. With the what? Fashion Files? No, the Southpaw stuff. Oh. well, it, even I if saw it that they added... Because I was, you know, I was watching my the old wrestling like in order. They added all the Raws and Smackdowns by now. Really? Okay. Yeah, they've had Raws for a minute. They took their time on Smackdowns, and uh, I checked like two weeks ago. I haven't watched anything yet, but they have all the Smackdowns there now too. So they added a decent amount. It Fine. is not there, which is too bad. I'm just gonna have to fork over the extra five bucks a month because if I have to w- try to get through a Raw or SmackDown with a bunch of ads. I'm going to lose my damn mind. Uh, Welcome to the Hulu experience, sir. Right, man. Because like I I got Comcast, so I get Peacock anyway, but that's the $5 bundle that they give you. So I I paid for the no ads as soon because I also haven't watched anything. I haven't watched. No, just if I'm, if I'm already getting the ad version, then just pay the extra to get no ads. Yeah. And I'm going to, I just haven't gone back and watched anything on demand on there yet. So I haven't gotten to it because it doesn't mess with the live stream. I literally pulled up an episode of Parks and Rec last night to see if the whole app was borked or if it was just the live feed. <laughs> and it was uh, the episode of Parks and Rec was fine. Okay. What episode of Parks and Rec did you decide to watch? I think I... it was just, it just booted up the very first one. Okay. I just okay. would have been curious to be like, no, I'm going to watch this episode yeah. of Parks and Rec no, to see if this thing is screwed up. No, it wasn't I that hope interesting, that was enough. I hope that was enough for them to go, look, this ain't working. For, no that was like bad. No. Well, no it was bad contracts involved yeah you you want to know what isn't bad all that fucking money yeah. all right that deal was worth billions they are going to stick with them forever well shoot remember when the network first launched it was bad too the network sucked sure you know for the did first guys, few months did you guys notice i want to say and i 
I, I meant to look this up too. I think Pat McAfee took a shot at Peacock during a match. He did. He did. I forgot what he because said, he but was he was backstage clever. when that was happening. So I'm sure he was right in the loop of all the chaos because it was he wasn't calling uh, the men's money in the bank ladder match. Mm. And during the Edge Roman match, Ed was like was like out of it, and he said something along the lines of like Edge is fluttering or something like Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, oh damn, he took a, he just took a shot at Peacock. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, what are they gonna do? Right. Be like, no, the surface is great. <laughs> no, guys. <laughs> great you argument. Know, Try again. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it's it, yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, you're only NBC Universal. You have right. you have a little bit of cachet and money to play around right. with. Like, get your shit, get your get your shit together. Right. Come on. Pat McAfee is awesome though. Did you guys see his reaction? There's a fan video of yeah. a Kevin Owens spot yeah. on Shinsuke on SmackDown and uh, Pat McAfee's reaction to that. That dude's just genuinely enjoying the fuck out of what he's doing. I like that and somebody on Twitter too so asked good. how that cameraman was after Kevin blasted him with that piece of table on no. SmackDown. And the camera went Did over see, and, and, and then Dominic took a picture out. with the cameraman giving the thumbs up. He's like, he's fine. That's great. He's good. Yeah. And then uh, they casually after the show they had a battle royal and what's his face Shane Thorne who is uh what you know yeah ret- retribution boy oh uh, T bar yeah no wasn't it was a slapjack right yeah you're yeah. right slapjack yeah so he was like casually in the battle royal on SmackDown and there were fan videos of that and someone commented saying wasn't that slapjack and retribution and Kevin Owens retweeted and said what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, babe, motherfucker. What? <laughs> Actually, speaking of, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. making an appearance during a dark match. We'll see uh, yeah, what, what happens that. with that. Yeah, I mean, he's a free agent, but, uh, you know, he oh. seems like a total pain in the ass. So no. I don't know. As much as it's great to hate Michael Cole, he was on Pat McAfee's show. And I actually kind of had like an oh, oh moment because he told Pat, like, you're you've totally revitalized my career. Yeah. And I just I just like, oh, OK, I'm in. I like this team. All right. All right. Someone likes Michael Cole. Can't get more positive than that. I think we should end on a high note. Yeah, right. I agree. 